1: for life, if you give your heart and believe what he's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasures stored up in heaven when you're true. You'll be set for life. Welcome back to Set for Life. Today I have a very special guest. It's the first time with me here on Set for Life. It's my wife. Anna, Anna, this is different. I'll have to say that much.
0: (laughs) Yes, there's no chocolate and there's no bubbly water.
1: They have their own podcast called Modern Day Abigails. If you go to, is it, what was the website
0: for it? ModernDayAbigails.com.
1: That's pretty easy. ModernDayAbigails.com. And they have chocolate. Yes. Her and a friend, they do a podcast together just like we're doing. And the first time they did the podcast here at the Set for Life studios, they had Uh, chocolate chips and chocolate bars and and coffee. And I'm like, hey, your mouth is like three inches away from a microphone, and you're going to eat chocolate? (laughs) And i just like, no, you can't do that. Well, see, I'm on the air. I broadcast on radio. Theirs is a podcast. And what did y'all tell me?
0: We can do it if we want to. It's our podcast. We can have
1: chocolate if we want to. Well, that's fine. (laughs) So we're just going to have a little fun today. We are going to talk about some serious matters I just recently had a podcast with Bill Holdridge and we talked about playing the long game as we call it. Playing the long game, when I think about it, it's kind of like when somebody would rather eat healthy than pig out on the junk food like everybody else is eating. You know, you see everybody eating all the so you don't eat the junk food, you you play the long game and you eat healthy. Other people are playing the short game, but it's also not just an eating. It's also like if there's a party that's going real late, but you want to get home to get some good sleep, and you know, you're the nerd. It's like, okay, Ray is going to tuck out early. He, old guy. No, we're playing the long game. We're concerned about our health. It's also about spending less money than you earn, because everybody else is blowing their money. I'm playing the long game. I'm thinking about my budget better. But for a lot of people, playing the long game, it seems kind of boring. Like, oh, he left the party. You ever been one to leave the party?
0: Oh, yes. Uh, I, we were at a party where we were the youngest, and we're looking around. We're like, I think we, it's time for us to leave.
1: Because you were the longest. Yes. The youngest. Well, uh, I definitely know that you have been one to eat healthier than most people, even around me before I lost weight. You had to not eat the cheesecake and the and all the stuff because...
0: Well, because I have food sensitivities and allergies, and if I eat, it, it'll make me very sick. So I don't have a choice that when people are around and the good stuff is out, I have no choice but to make sure I stay away from it. Otherwise, I'm not going to have a good day at church. I'm not going to have a good day at work. I'm going to hurt other people because I'm sick because I decided I wasn't going to have that willpower or that self-control. Well, people
1: playing the short game, they don't care. I right. just want it now and all or, or the, you know, the, the partiers at night. Let's go get drunk tonight. Who cares about the hangover that's going to hit me all day long the next day? They're playing the short game. They're not thinking any farther than they can see with their
0: hand, right? Right. They're not thinking any farther than themselves. They're not looking at the other people around. Them.
1: It's actually kind of selfish when you think of it that way. So the short game seems a whole lot more fun. The short game is where people set aside things, though, that they think's too hard. Well, I need to lose weight, but gosh, it's just too hard putting off that cheesecake. I'm just going to eat the cheesecake. Mm-hmm. The, the things that seem hard, just forget it. They just set it aside. They quit easy and they set aside things that they think is just too difficult. They're going to spend money on things that they haven't, they don't have the money for. They go into debt and they'll lose sleep to party all night. Mm-hmm. It's pretty irresponsible. Like you were saying, it's so short sighted that it causes damage. Mm-hmm. I know you're a quick wit. Uh, what what kind of examples of this do you have, like a short-sighted damage issue? Like you said, eating. If you eat the cheesecake or whatever and you're going to react to it wrongly, you're going to get sick. And it's going to affect how your work day goes the next day. You're not going to feel good. I mean, a lot of people do that in relationships. Oh, yes. there's that girl. Oh, I got to have her. I got to have her right now. But you're not really investing into her heart. <laughs>
0: Right, right. Or, you know, girls who look at the guy for real quick and they want to go out. And then the next day they're like, "Eh, put you to the side, you know, go find somebody else. And you're
1: just breaking hearts and causing damage. And next thing you know, you got a bad rep.
0: Right. I also see this at the workplace all the time, too, where somebody has a job to do, but they take the easy route. They might do only two of the five steps and pass it off and pass it off and let somebody else have to reap the consequences.
1: They'll pass it off to somebody more driven and go, oh, they'll deal with it. But mm-hmm. ev- eventually, when the company decides to start chopping heads, right. your you're head's on the chopping block because you're a short gamer. You're, you're taking the easy route for everything.
0: You can only do it for so long before it catches up.
1: The way people play the short game and the long game depends on their sense of purpose. Yes. It depends on their sense of purpose. If people think they don't have quite the purpose or they feel like they're worthless, And I always say you're not worthless, you're priceless. The Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you, because I want everybody that hears this to know that you have a sense of purpose. You need to know who the Lord God says you are, not what the world says you are. And people that don't think they're worth anything, they will always cop out and take the easy way every time. Why invest in it? Because nobody's going to invest in me. Or I feel like a failure. Why should I strive for success when I'm just going to mess it up anyway? And so their sense of purpose, the way they feel about themselves is going to affect how they conduct themselves. And a lot of their scale is displayed to the public. And we all see it, guys, believe me, whether you play the short game or the long game. And friends, when you play the short game or the long game, oh, that's too hard. Forget it. I'm just, or I'm going to stay up late and I'm going to party. Who cares about the hangover? And I won't even make it to church, or I won't be able to function in life for that matter. Or you treat people like disposables. Ah, commitments are too hard. I'll just dump her when I'm done with her and move on. I mean, that, that really displays who you are. Right. What kind of people like that, don't they just irritate you to no end when you see them playing like that? Oh,
0: absolutely. Because you're the one who winds up picking up all the pieces. You're the one who has to do the extra, go the extra mile, do the extra work. And then it's just so you can do it again the same thing the next day because somebody else doesn't want to do it
1: your long gamers will pick it up.
0: Yeah, because it's the right thing to do.
1: The short gamers go, ah, long gamers will get it. They'll pick it up. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about walking with responsibility and accountability. People that don't want accountability, they will not integrate with the body of Christ. They will make up excuses. They'll say, oh, I've heard this guy. He said, well... You know, if, if churches would start preaching the word again, then I'll return back. I'm like, how do you know they're not preaching the word if you're not there? Right. You know, it, it didn't add up. It, he was justifying his disobedience before the Lord. Mm-hmm. The Lord commands be in the body because the Lord expects long gamers. He expects Christians to be thinking about matters of eternity, not let's go get drunk Saturday night, spend the hangover Sunday morning because I'm a short gamer and I don't care about things of eternity we got to think about long-term goals, not just what's directly in front of us. Because, the, we, again, Jesus Christ died so that you could be saved for all eternity, and he, we got to think eternity. we got to think eternal matters, not just what's down here. Right,
0: because et- eternity, when you talk about eternal, it doesn't end. There is no end. So it's not like you're looking for, once I get to the end, I can do something different. There is no end. Once you get, whether eternity is in heaven or in hell, there's no end.
1: We got to think in those terms. So, you know, Anna, I'm thinking about the prodigal son. Oh, yes. He said, hey, Dad, I want my inheritance now. Give it to me now. The world always says it. And Dad gave it to him. I would would have said, son, get out of my face and get back to work. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I guess he knew this was going to be a good lesson. Gave his inheritance. What would the kid do? What did he do with it?
0: Oh, he spent it all on himself. Party time, short Short timer. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's
1: take the short game. It, you know, committing to working under dad is too hard. I don't want to do that. It's too much work. I'm going to go party. But guess what? He partied it all away, and he ran out and had to come crawling back to dad. But he learned. He was humbled. And guess what? Dad was waiting on him. He, it's, that's how our father is. He waits for us because he loves us. But I want to get into some discussion about what do you have, Anna? Is this the? Uh, is this Ruth you're, you had on your mind? Yes.
0: We were talking about Ruth and her. Lead
1: us into that. We were talking about how Ruth had a sister
0: sister in law yeah.
1: okay, and one of them played the short game, and one of them played the long game. Obviously, Ruth did what was harder. so Anna, if you could go into that and kind of explain to people what what happened, what's the difference between these two women? What did they each do?
0: so after um the everyone, uh, the men folk died, you know, first Naomi's husband died and then her sons died, Ruth decided to go back to her home. And when she went back, she had her two daughter-in-laws, Ruth and Oripa, And they got to a point where Ruth was, uh, Naomi was like, you need to, it's time for y'all to go. This is my sorrow, you know, take off, go back to your home. And at first there was a little bit, no, 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 we're going to stay with you. She's like, no, no, we're going, you need to go. And so her sister-in-law, the Oropa, she took the easy route. She's like, okay, I'm going to go back home to my mom and dad. I'll get married again and start all over
1: it's a lot harder for ruth not being an israelite to say i'm going to go on right. to israel to a right. country that's not mine versus now nah, it'd be easier just to go back where i've always the way i've always known it
0: yeah and not only that but when ruth goes she proves how determined she is to go all the way because she says don't leave me where you die i die where you go i go where you lay i lay um and not only did she say i'm going to go in the direction with you I'm not leaving you. I'm staying with you. I'm going to take care of you. That was very difficult because she was going to be a, a foreigner. Everybody knew she was a mobitist. She wasn't liked in the first place. Never mind she was a foreigner, but now she's a mobitist. So she's got double whammy.
1: I think one thing that was in, uh, pivotal in this whole understanding of Ruth's thinking is that she said, your God will be my God. Yes. And so Ruth was looking to eternal things. She had a sensory a sense going off in her and her faith that it's better to be closer to this God of Israel than to be the way I used to be. And so she went and followed Naomi, which was, right, Naomi, Naomi. which was my grandmother's name, by the way. And so she went after Naomi. It was harder. She could have said, you know, I'm used to being here. I've lived here my whole life. Why should I go and be in a land where I'm going to be completely different? Let me just, you know, let uh, let me just stay here. Well, that's what her sister did. Right. So, so, what do you see in that about the long game? What benefit? Uh, first, let's pl- let's talk short game. What w- did we hear anything about Orpa again?
0: No, no, that was it. That's she, it. She went left, crying, went back to her mom and dad. Okay,
1: and that's it. Nothing to really be said about her. No. Now, short gamers, understand this. This is what it is when you play the short game. There's not really going to be a whole lot to be said about you. Right. Uh, that's it for you. That's the end. However, everybody wants the blessing. Oh, Lord, bless me, bless me, bless me. But they don't want to have the discipline to play the long game, which, by the way, if you want to be a disciple of Jesus, you got to recognize the word discipline has the word root word disciple Right. right in it. It's the root word of discipline, disciple. So play the long game. If you say that the Lord God is your God then there are things that he expects you to do. He expects you to follow him. And did Ruth not follow the Lord? Yes, she went with Naomi, but ultimately, who was she following?
0: She was following the Lord because she obviously had heard who he was. So it wasn't. So she was paying attention. She'd been watching them, and she decided to go where he was taking her, where he was taking Naomi.
1: So friends that are listening to me here today, I want to ask you, do you love God enough to be willing to go into a foreign place that you're not familiar with? I'll tell you my story. When you when I came to belief, I had to go off into some strange territory because now I'm a believer. Things are different. There's things you got to do. Oh, I hate that part about religion. That's the way people think of it. Mm -hmm. No, this ain't religion. This is freedom, guys. This is relationship with a God who saved Israel from Egypt. He delivered an entire nation out of bondage. He will also bring you out of sin bondage as well. He'll deliver you from that. He'll set you free. But... In appreciation, your heart should be inclined towards the Lord to obey Him. And it's very, very freeing, but it's very, very different. Because now you're going to look like the nerd. You're going to look like that guy that goes home early from the party. You're going to look like that as the Christian. Oh, there goes Mr. Goody Two-Shoes again. He's too holier than thou. He's not doing what we do anymore because he's trying to be so Jesus-like. You're going to hear that kind of talk, but you are going to be A foreigner, so to speak, in a strange land, just like Ruth was. And this is a great picture for us to recognize that when you really want to follow the Lord, you have to, what is the word? You got to repent. You got to turn away. Yes. She turned away from her old life. Right. Could that have been easy?
0: No. And to think about it is... It wasn't like she knew what would happen. She didn't know if she was going to get stoned when she walked in. She didn't know if they were going to starve to death. She wasn't thinking when she left, oh, well, if I go with her, I'm going to get married, get a rich husband, have babies and all this. She wasn't even thinking about that. Her Her only goal was, I'm going to go where God sends me and I'm staying with you. And the Lord blessed that. And the internal things is, She is now in the lineage of Jesus.
1: She's better off than she would have been if she'd kept the way she was going. Exactly. I think that's kind of one thing about the long game. Oh, no, that looks too hard. I'm not going to do that. Hey, you will be a whole lot better off than where you would have been if you keep going the way you're going. Yeah, but it's all I know. Well, do you think Ruth was any different? Okay, let me speak to the guys for a minute. Come on, guys. Let's be men. Let's get up and lead like we're supposed to. And let's get out there and follow the Lord. If you follow the Lord, people will follow you as well. Your wives will follow you. Your kids will follow you. Your coworkers will follow you. Ladies, your children, it will even more guarantee that they will follow if you join in leading people to Jesus Christ. Because if you stay where you're at, you know what happens to water when it sits in the same bucket for too long? It gets
0: stagnant and smelly.
1: It gets stagnant. And if you want a stagnant and smelly life, (laughs) then sit where you're at. Play the short game, look at every little dinky little challenge and go, oh, that's too hard. Or you can be like Ruth and let's say, you know what, I'm going to play the long game because I want better than this. Friends, did you know that Jesus offers you better than this? Who out there loves their life with all the problems you've got and wants more? Would you?
0: Oh, absolutely. Would
1: you go back to your teen years? No,
0: no, no. Yeah, I barely want I barely want to go back eight years ago.
1: So, you know, I just say, you know, if you keep playing the same game, you're going to keep scoring the same points.
0: Speaking of which, I want to say that to the ladies because of what they advertise nowadays. When you watch TV for the women, when you look at their magazines, quit trying to be comfortable. Okay, Ruth did not choose a comfortable path. She chose not to serve herself. She wasn't going there to look for herself. She went there to take care of her mother-in-law, to be with her mother-in-law and take care of her. Her first focus was on her mother-in-law, not on herself. And it wasn't comfortable because she worked her her fingers to the bone working out there picking grain. But because she was virtuous and because they saw her kindness and her virtue, I mean, Boaz is out there saying, don't you dare touch her. You give her extra grain. Because she was different. She was set apart. And that's what the word holy is.
1: Holy. Uh, A quick male translation, if I may have it real quick. (laughs) When you say women, when you look at the magazines, don't try to be comfortable. What do you mean by that? How does the women's magazine make the woman comfortable? What What do you mean? By
0: that? Oh, I mean everything you look at: comfortable shoes, comfortable purse, have a comfortable life. Look at this. You know, make sure you get this special vacuum cleaner because it'll make your life easier. Do this because it'll be easier. Or I mean, everything I see is about living this luxury life of sitting around and doing not much. We're
1: not talking about getting a better computer if you're old. Dunk or dice we're, right, we're, right. we're not talking about that or if your old vacuum cleaner quits well let's get one that's rechargeable so I can go around without a cord yeah we're not talking about that we're talking about how things are marketing to selfishness yes it's all about yes. you and a better you and it's all for you because well, you deserve it you deserve it but
0: <laughs> well I keep wanting to ask them why do I deserve it what did I do? to deserve this better car. People, do
1: you realize when the cut commercials are talking to you, they don't see you sitting on your couch. They market it to the masses that they want you to buy it. Right. They're going to make the money, but they sell the selfish idea. Reminds me of the car commercial. This guy's washing his brand new car. He's oh, all yes. happy. But then the newer model goes down the street and his big smile turns into a frown. And all of a sudden he doesn't want to wash his car anymore. The Bible says, do not covet. That means don't desire to have things that ain't yours. And that's what that commercial was was structured on breaking a commandment of God, right. on coveting. And now his joy was gone because that guy has a one-year newer model car than me, and I don't even want to wash my car anymore. That's what we're talking about. right? Being comfortable. It's all about me. I need some me time, me time. Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, these, uh, these parents that get into, uh, they have children. And all I hear them talk about is me time. Wait, you are to give yourself for your children. You, right. You're the one that had them. Now, I'm not talking about taking a break now and then, but oh, right. you rest can't... is good. One person starts about this me time thing and they all start saying it because taking care of kids is too hard. It's a short game mentality. Yes, it is. And now there's some people that play the long game and switch to short game sometime. I, I'm guilty of that myself. Sometimes I look at, I mean, Anna and I just had the house redone. We had the uh, the siding all the way around uh, to, we did hardy plank. We had old wood. It was rotten and squirrels knew it Yes, because we have pecan trees. It's a squirrel buffet. So they're always here and, oh, rotten wood. Let's go chew it up. And our house was looking bad. And for the longest time I looked at it as, oh gosh, that's just too hard. That's too hard. It's going to be so expensive. But then we finally got to a point where it was so bad. I mean, it was so bad. And it wasn't about, look at my awesome house and how cool I am. It wasn't a selfish version. It was the version of, we need to do something about replacing this, upgrade this house, or we're in trouble. We made a plan. We made a plan, and we executed it, and it really didn't turn out to be that hard, because the Lord blessed us through it. I'm going to take you back to Ruth with that. I imagine Ruth probably looked at the idea. She probably sat about uh, and thought about it for a little bit. Maybe I should just stay here. I'm sure she wrestled with it a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then maybe she decided, you know what? No, it's better to just go. It's better to follow Naomi because I want her God to be my God. Yes. And she followed her and look how it worked out for her.
0: Right, and you went, you know, and the first thought is everybody died. You know, her husband died, her father-in-law died, her brother-in-law died. So your first thought is, what did she see that made her want to follow God? Did she see a peace? I mean, I mean, Ruth changed her name to Mara because she was, you know, having a bit of a pity party. What did, what did Ruth see? She saw something different in, in the, this God that she was serving, the God of Israel, versus the God of the Moabites. To make her say that, even though I've had all this sadness, I still want to follow this God.
1: I believe at some point, Ruth probably recognized the God of the Moabites isn't cutting it for me. Exactly, And she realized, why do I want more of this uh, non-existent God that I've made up because if he was real, he would have produced something. right? Friends, look at your life. Has anything really that good produced out of it? Or are you tired? Are right. you worn out? Maybe your false god of money, your false god of career, your false god of self, the me first, me time, isn't working out. Right. And you need to realize, you know what? I need to turn and leave that and start playing the long game. I need to start thinking of spiritual, eternal things of eternity and follow the Lord God because he can he has definitely got to turn out a whole lot better than what I'm getting now. And when I think about people playing the short game on a spiritual level, these people will not commit to the body of Christ. Like I said earlier, they think it's too hard and they make excuses that sound justified and sound godly. I don't see how you can sound godly in saying no to God. Right. Like, you tell your kid, clean up your room, and they negotiate back. Well, it's really not the best time for me right now, because, you know, they just don't make rooms like they used to. If they start making rooms like they used to, like, I think they should be a perfect room, then I'll go and I'll do what you do. Uh, excuse me, I'm the parent. Get in there and clean up your room. Okay, God is our Father. Yes. He has authority. He told us to do something. That part of it is commit to the body of Christ, and the reason I concentrate on that is not because I'm trying to get you to come to my church, but you need to go to a church somewhere. But you've got to be obedient and show that you're playing the long game. These people won't go to the body of Christ. They will not assemble with other believers because they think it's too hard. I don't want to do it. I want to live my life the way I want to, and I don't want anybody telling me i got to live any different. So I won't go to a church or if they do, they're in there for just a few weeks, just barely long enough for somebody to get to really know them, and then they pop back out again.
0: Because they want to they want to hide their sins. They want to hide it. And they don't want to be convicted. And the
1: longer you're around people, mm-hmm. the more likely you're going to get found out. So they leave, and they just don't want to be accountable. They'd rather do it their own way. I hear these people, well, I gave my life to Jesus, so I'm good. Well, the fact is, if you gave your life to Jesus and called him Lord, that means he's the boss. Now, you open up Hebrews 10, and it says, God commands you, assemble with the body of believers. Well, I don't have to because blah, blah, blah. Well, you just justified disobedience to the God that you claimed you gave your life to.
0: Thank you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time